Good stretch in the evening there. Is <laughs> <laughs> a good stretch or a queer stretch? No, queer is a Wexford term. Right, before we kick off, the term Connor used there, he said queer. So that's a Wexford term, yeah? Actually comes from the Normans. When the Normans landed in Ireland, they landed in Wexford. From northern France in Normandy, they landed in Wexford and they settled down there. So you'd often hear people from Wexford say... Uh, did you have a good night? Oh yeah, it was quite good, they'd say. What's that mean? It's like very... To me, well, I don't know. It doesn't actually mean anything. It doesn't have exact that's that's like why quire. we roast cultures on this all the time. And yeah, that's why Connor gets like, it as well. You'd say like, that was quite bad, that was quite good, or that was quite funny. You know I've heard I mean? it before. I've heard it from Dublin people, believe it I've never heard it dubbed saying yeah, like, yeah. quire. Yeah, yeah, I've heard it a few times, but I never knew what I meant. I've heard David McSavage say, the fucking choirs. <laughs> 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 right, here we are, episode 22. 22? Connor, Connor, 22? Should be 22, yeah. Um, 21. Last one was 21. Yeah, right, so what, 22? Or, or, or imagine 22 <laughs> comes after 21. It's me, CLB. It's me, Terry Flower, and this week, we're not joined by a guest, but we've hooked our sound man up to the mic, just in case we need to pull one or two things up, and we're getting a bit of stick about slagging the cultures and stuff like that, so we said we'd fuck the culture onto a mic there and blade and see what he has to say about everything. But, Introduce um, yourself there. Hello. Oh yeah, well done. Uh, <laughs> no, well, uh, the reason why we say that is somebody reached out to me last week when we put up that keep I was going to be on, and they said, "Are hey, you going to be slagging cultures in this one?" And I was like, "Ah, no, it's not that bad." And then I thought about it. Yeah, keep was powerful last week. Was me a shift? And he's like, "Only the fucking cultures say shift." And I was like, "Yeah, hey, look at keep was slagging them last week. Wasn't me." Yeah, and you won't be getting fresh but, with keep or the lorry. That's a fact. But the thing about it is, yeah, I don't, I don't hate cultures. I love them. Cultures are playing. Cultures are legend. great. You know what I mean? Yeah. They have a love hate relationship with the dubs. They, I think they're brought up to hate dubs. You know what I mean? Mm. My in laws are all cultures. Love them all. Shout out to Anne. You know what I mean? So, <laughs> I don't know. I think maybe there's probably a bit of beef there growing up because anytime I met a culture growing up, they were either a cop or a teacher. So people that's, in authority. That is, that's the biggest fact that has ever been spoken on this podcast. Yeah. The only time I ever met a culture in my life is if it was a cop or a teacher. That is yeah. the truest thing I've ever heard, boys. But now obviously there's more dubs of teachers and there is dubs who are coppers as well. So I haven't got a problem with coaches. I've grown great with them. He's a great laugh and... The country needs us. Yeah, we I mean? love you, you little legends. Right. legends. Um, go poll to last week. Are we jumping into the, the poll straight yeah, away? Jocks get, off. Get it out of the way. Polls from last week. Is it a GLA or a body warmer? What, what do you say? I can't remember. I think it's a body warmer. Bro. Yeah, body warmer. Connor, what would you say? Probably body warmer. Body warmer, yeah. Um, right, body warmer, 76% of people, 24%. 24% is a lot of people, boys, to say a jail, like. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? They're cultured people. Cultured I mean? people. Do you know what's funny? Before I left the gaff, I left me... Oh, I haven't, actually, I'm wearing a body warmer yeah, today. Same, and I left yeah. upstairs and I asked my little brother, would he grab it? I goes, Tommy Beverly, grab me body warmer. And he was up there for ages. I was like, will you fucking come on? And he goes, I couldn't find your body warmer, but here's your jacket. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, that's a fucking body warmer, you hate gay shit. But if I was in a shop looking for one name, I'd say, where's his Agilas? Because you know what I, I used to call a body warmer it. growing up. Do you ever see like the, the tops you wear under the t-shirt, like the Under Armour tops, remember? Yeah, I know. You can get them in about. Nike now. Like a footballer would wear them under their jerseys. Yeah, yeah, I used yeah. to call that a body warmer. Yeah. 
when I was about 15 and they only come out, I'd say, where's my body warm, man? You were to go and train and look. Yeah, yeah, makes sense. Jumping into the next one. Kiefer Crosby's one from last week. The Shane Meat a shift, Connor. Talk to us. Well, I only heard of Meat, like, when I came to Dublin. It was only ever shift. So you've, n- you've never heard of Meat before? Don't well, not, no, not until, like, a few years ago until I moved to Dublin. Never. Fuck off. Yeah, it is a culty thing. Like, that wasn't even second culties. That's a fact. Do you know what? Pull her up there. I'm going to pull her up on the phone while we're on the yoke. I'll tell you the percentages and all now. But I was saying last week, if, if, if a thousand people, or did I say a hundred? If even a hundred people say shift, I'll be absolutely We definitely shocked. would have more than a hundred because yeah. we definitely have more than a hundred coaches listening to the I podcast. I said 10%. Yeah, but oh, I said 10%, did I? Right, well, all right. Well, the yoke is there. Nine percent of people Shift. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. oh, just, I'm just actually online now. I'm checking the actual numbers. Six hundred people. Six hundred people is that nine percent of people? I said shift. That's fucking nuts. Boys. I thought it would have been a lot harder. Being honest. Oh yeah. Yeah. Because all the cultures. Yeah. We yeah. have. That's a very crack. But you know what? We've a lot of cultures in uh, different countries that listen. What, bro? What's the crack with yeah. that? When I went to the best, just like it's it's me. I'm from fucking Wexford or whatever, and I'm living in Canada. I'm living in Dubai. I'm yeah. living here. You're like, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> I'm showing a Wexford, you mad cunt. <laughs> but uh, so what? Nine ninety one. Nine ninety one percent. Ninety one. Yeah. Obviously, that was gonna smoke that. But yeah. I said if it's just ten percent of people, it'll be in shock. But I couldn't think of any other word. Someone actually messaged and said score, didn't they? I like, say well. Yeah, well, I, I know what you mean. You get the word, but you wouldn't say I'm going out the words on board. You're going out the meter. Very true. Are, are you meeting ho? You know, like that when things only start. Did you give her the word? Yeah, well, if you're man. in the nightclub, I'd say that. Yeah, yeah. Know, like when know, you're a kid. Obviously not now. We're not going around word now. Yeah. <laughs> now. Not, not with the COVID anyways. But uh, <laughs> remember someone messaged and said that whole fella was from Port Marnock, Amalahoid, one of the posh rich places, and said, they said score. Now that is a real posh thing to say. Score? So yeah, I scored that? some girl last night. You have like word in the face off some board. I, we scored. <laughs> we scored. To, <laughs> totally sending it. <laughs> Them boys. Yeah, but anyways. Absolutely on that one. sending it. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, this one. You were involved in this as well, Connor, I think. Yeah, remember you just gave me a hard time over the old snort boys. Yeah, we have, I, have a back, I have a background story to this one. Right, come on. Hit me. Well, no, right, come on. I'll hit us with this first, yeah? A fucking snort or a neck warmer, boys. Oh, you said a snort there. Oh, you said a neck warmer there a few weeks ago. Calvin literally bet the face on me. If you watch a neck warmer, you're stupid. I can't it's a fucking snort. What's a snort? But anyways, 68% of people say a neck warmer. 32%? That's so many people that say snort. Bro, the first time we heard of it was when, and your man actually, someone sent us this article as well for the Premier League players when it was banned. They all used to wear them and the Premier League had to come out and ban them and somebody sent us that article. So Why did they get banned though? I don't know. The epoxy looking in fairness while playing football. Yeah, epoxy looking. But this is this goes back to the pictures and cinema argument that we had. Connor, what, what did you say about us when we called it the pictures about dubs? Let's just call it what it is whenever you see. We call it what we see, yeah. yeah. So, what do you call slippers? Oh, yeah, because you call dressing gowns house coats, do you call slippers house runners? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> this is what I was saying to Terrence then. I was like, do you call fucking socks feet warmers and gloves hand warmers? <laughs> Just because, like, you're, you're calling it what you see. It's a neck warmer, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, no, that's your fair point. <laughs> that is your fair point. Yeah, it is. But, look, listen, it, it, it is a neck warmer and the... the... <laughs> well, yeah, take, take that flip flop out of your mouth, will you? 
I'm absolutely human. The facts speak for themselves. Yeah. So 68% of people chain neck warmer. It's a mixture between a scarf and a hood or something like that. But I asked this last week, when do you wear them? Do Is this when you're playing five a side or something like that? Or do neck you, warmers. Do you walk around wearing a neck warmer? I do now with the one that Jerry Redmond gave us when I go into a it, shop because you handy, have to yeah, wear it. Just pull up off your face going into the shop. You don't need a mask because you can just slap. Only obviously if it's freezing out, like you just slap her on, and then it's handy Jordan COVID because you just float into a shop, whip her up there, yeah. and Bob's your uncle. You I think people wear them pocket. training really, like when they go running and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, are you wear it when your neck is cold? That's why it's called a snoot. <laughs> <laughs> but um, sixty-eight thirty-two on that one, and the last one, Calvin's one. This was a, a real would you rather, wasn't it? Yeah. Um, well, sort of. Would you rather? Yeah, well, it is. Would you rather be always, always twenty minutes early or always ten minutes late? Um, what did you say to that one? Twenty minutes early. Yeah, I think. Well, obviously, the facts speak. Eighty-one percent of people said that, but nineteen percent of people said they'd rather always be ten minutes late. Yeah, because some people don't like sitting around. Bro, do you ever show up somewhere early? Or you get mad. But is that for everything? For, for everything. Right? So, so what are you going for the train? Bro, if you said to me, meet me here at 7 o'clock, and I showed up at 6.59, yeah, I would be fucking sweating buckets, and then when I look, it'd be one minute past seven, and I had to tell myself, I'm only here two minutes, relax, like, mm. I'd be like, fuck, I'm at the missing him, or he's not coming, or something like that. Mm. So, I don't know, some people don't like sitting around, so if you're 20 minutes early, you have to sit there, kill 20 minutes. Yeah, yeah, But then yeah. again, you don't really, I don't want to be late. Because you have to miss in the start or something, you know what I mean? Bro, do you ever be late for the pictures? Oh my God, I, I would be fuming. I'd be like, I'm not going. I'm not missing what, the start of the film. Do you ever walk into the pictures, like, even if you go for a piss in the pictures and you come back in, everyone stares at you walking up them steps. I <laughs> tell me, you'd be tripping the length of the steps in the pictures. What's the story with them? <laughs> the length of the pictures. Walk the tower in the flats. Yeah. Them mouth the stairs, boy. Yeah, I fucking miss the pictures, mate. I miss oh, it. I, I love can't. the pictures. Brian O'Brien, he gets a show out in every single podcast, but he deserves it, he's a fucking legend, Brian O'Brien knows the story, out to the audience, anyone who knows, you know, out to the audience for the nachos Don't boys, but yeah, Brian, <laughs> have a word on, you're putting cheese sauce on nachos mate, and the nachos are plastic as there is, it's like oh. eating glass, that's what there is, it's like eating glass, it's all about the pop, yeah, do you ever get the drug dealer <laughs> special? The drug dealers, oh, that's yeah. the out for about 900 quid. Yeah. You get Gucci nachos. Yeah. <laughs> well, that the the reason why it's called a drug dealer special is because the only people who can afford to go to pictures and actually pay for food in the pictures is drug dealers. <laughs> no one has that much disposable income. <laughs> you yeah. know what I mean? It's a fair point. The but pictures are all fortune, boys. They are fortune. Remember the days you used to go to pictures on a Sunday and you used to go to shop? In the before, Sunday best? Yeah. Before yeah. you went to the pictures, you used to go to shop. And boy, a sweet in the shop and go into the pictures there. I heard a little, a little rumour going around that, see the way, did you do this as well? Or am I going to walk myself into something here? You'd sneak all your sweets in? That's, I thought that was an American thing. I never once snuck anything into the pictures. I, I you kind of, yeah? Yeah, so we yeah, used to do that. I heard there's actually nothing saying yeah. that you can walk into the pictures with all your sweets. I used to just walk in with a bag of sweets and like no one ever used to say anything. But I, I, yeah, only the side sweets. Like I'm, I'm getting the popcorn, but I'm throwing a... But no, like when top. we were kids, like teenagers, yeah, we used to go to the pictures. Yeah. Obviously, you wouldn't have that much money, so you go to the shop before and you get your popcorn, your drink, and your bars, and your jellies, and all. But that'd be in a plastic bag, and you just flow into the pictures then. Yeah, oh, you used to, oh, you used to have tons have of jelly, jocks, all. Jocks, everything, cheek in a bag of Harry Bow and all. <laughs> like you're going into the joy to see somebody. <laughs> a friend of mine snuck in a Camille once. A, a what? Camille? Yeah. What's a Camille, boy? As in, like the, the, the restaurant? Thai, Thai takeaway, yeah. 
fuck off me you let oh, committed. smell a bang bang chicken in the bleeding pitcher smell of the place fuck yeah. off yeah. <laughs> fucking scruff now nowadays I'm a walking man you know what I mean I go in yeah give me the popcorn the and the drink yeah, the few quid fella fella yeah, yeah. <laughs> bro, I miss it bro I miss going yeah, to the pitchers yeah I can't it's wait no better than going to pitchers just betting the little film yeah both some other people holding it because you don't want to miss it yeah yeah you know what I mean definitely but right we got the singers for this week We'll go up to the singers for this one, week. I have it. one, and I don't know how it hasn't come up before. But well, we'll give a little shout out to Ryan again. Uh, last week we went to get something to eat. We went and got burgers. Him and our boards and his board, Rebecca, shout out to her. I only found out eats the pickles off a burger. Pickles are on real boys oh, so that's the end of this podcast everybody so we've got the 22 episodes thanks for tuning in but this will be the last episode who the fuck gets pickles on a burger oh my oh, I, do, oh, do I, I said extra three. pickles so I don't think I call pickles at McDonald's I call gherkins yeah that's chill excuse me I'm on the belt but I called Gergens, and I'm convinced the only reason they were put on a burger was to fling them out the window at McDonald's. <laughs> I don't know anyone that actually eats them. I have seen it done before, yeah, I have seen it done, but no, pickles are top of the range. Connor, what do you think of the old pickles? Yeah? Boys, that's disgusting. <laughs> Calvin's baffled you. So what, well, we used to go to McDonald's and fling them out the window, and then you used to go up and picking them off the window oh, and eating them? used to be licking them off the window. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we had got a young back in the day. So what we want to know is, do you get Gergens slash pickles on these abogers. I know that no is going to win that. Most people don't. Look, anytime anyone it's, even sees me eat pickles, I'm like, are you for real, you blade scruff? But I love them boys, but I, I think no will win that. I always check, I usually, I'm not really fussy what's on my burger, and I always check on the menu, and it's the only thing I usually ask, say, yeah, none of that, get that off there. Yeah. Don't be putting that shit on my burger. <laughs> but, um, so that's mine for this week. That's Calvin Zinger for the week. I've told this week, one of them is shy, and one of them is good, I think. So the shite one will get out of the way. Yeah, to call it the toilet or the jacks? That is a shite one. It yeah. is a shite one, but yeah. just get it out of the way nice I'd, and early. I'd say jacks. I'd say the jacks, kind of what you're saying? Probably toilet, I don't know. The <laughs> toilet? Yeah. Do you ever say the jacks? Do culture well, I say never, the jacks? I never announce I'm going to the toilet or I'm going to the jacks. I just go off and do it without telling the world. Do you know? Have a very white. Yeah, well, look, listen. I'll put that one out there. That's the shite one out of the way, but the good one then, and don't tell me this isn't a good one because there is a good one. Who is a bigger wanker? Yeah, this right? is very good one. <laughs> Who is a bigger wanker? Lewis Inspectors or Clampers? Now, Bro, this has been brought up a couple of times, so a few people have, have suggested this. Yeah, yeah, I've seen it. That's where I got it. <laughs> yeah, no, but it is. And we only talked about this yesterday. What's the story with Lewis Inspectors thinking they're coppers? What's the story? They throw, they don't throw that way. Bro, did you, did you go on the Lewis and playing clothes and all? <laughs> you got on, they got on the Lewis and I remember I used to get the Lewis when I was walking and they got on and I'd look and I'd be like is he a copper? because he'd be mad like sketchy looking you know what I mean and I'd be like, and like, you're now a copper we know a copper bro, when you'd be wearing one. blade runners and jeans you know them when you see them you know what I mean so uh, runners jeans and a Columbia jacket it's the most red hot thing you've ever seen <laughs> so they got on to the Lewis and I'd be like what's going on now and then the second the doors closed four of them fucking converge on you give me a ticket and I'd be like what the fuck is going on <laughs> throwing knee cards at them to get them away you know, you know what I mean like yeah. what, what's the story with you do you get commission for catching people and finding them or something like you're taking your job too serious you're stopping people bunking on the Lewis they're probably going to the next stop anyways because they're lazy cunts <laughs> who do you think you are you're not out there saving the world like you're a yeah. Lewis inspector you're checking for fucking tickets like, you know what I mean yeah. someone gets smart with you you start ringing the security so what are you getting brave for mm. you ask someone have you got a ticket yeah or no 
right now you're getting off the next stop and you're getting a fine and then you go about your day Bob's your uncle yeah. you know what I mean but Clampers. they carry on you, you see yeah, there's loads of videos on Facebook Twitter and all I haven't seen one blading about two yeah. that's because no one gets a Lewis anymore yeah. <laughs> but do you ever see them dragging cunts off by the face that's oh, only the security bro Lewis inspectors are not allowed to touch you right so what but, so they call the security to come they, up if you don't have a ticket yeah so how it used to be was now I'm, I'm probably letting the cat out of the bag here so if you hadn't got a ticket to take it off and you take your details you got a phone you're not allowed back on the Lewis obviously but if you just walked away, they can't actually physically detain you. Yeah. And uh, so what they used to do was, because there's one on Star Street, Vosaris, Lewis stuff, they'd, they'd show up with a cop on the cop, I'd be able to grab you and then they take your details. Mm. Yeah. But if you're a bit, bit worried, a bit street smart, with a cop on about you, you just give them a bogey name and you walk away. Yeah. <laughs> and another thing what I want to say is, Gibby Kavney, a little shite bag. I have about 14 Lewis phones sitting in my mask after I play job with Gibby Kavney. <laughs> my name and address off the bat. I've never been, I thought Lewis just come out in 2000. I only had this conversation with yeah. Carly there recently yeah. and you were there. I thought Lewis just come out about 2018, started <laughs> 2019. They're out about 15. Yeah. yeah. I never seen the Lewis till Bro, about I remember, I remember when the Lewis only opened and it was free for like a week or something like that. Yeah. City West didn't exist before the Lewis. And I think- the only built CUS for a little stuff <laughs> then again there's clampers and I understand clampers are old skill like back clampers have gone around since before fucking the Lewis was there you know mm. and they're bigger wankers but I thought like if you were a clamper it'd be grand now, I, now this is something I heard obviously probably it was cut, like dropped with cutbacks and shit like that but I heard a few years ago that clampers used to get a commission every time they put a clamp on Someone told me, now I don't know, this is probably something you're told, John, you're grown up and you believe most shit. Someone told me they but got two euro. Sense. They got two euro for every clamp they put on. A and I was euro. like, I would clamp every car that's eligible to be clamped on the road. <laughs> no, the mass car and all together. You, you would, you would, John. I know you're just saying that for the joke. You're a bit of decent to you about it. That's the case, I wouldn't be a clamper. <laughs> <laughs> Clampers are fucking scruffs, boys. Like, what? Like One of the boys only got clamped the other day and he said... He, Turned the corner and he seen the oh, he seen the van, so he went around and he turned the corner and he's literally putting it on his car and he goes, mate, any chance you can take that off? I moved that there, yeah. And he goes, no, I'm putting it on. So he hadn't even got it locked, it, like he had it on, but yeah, he hadn't got it locked in place. And he's like, mate, I'll move that now. And he goes, no, I'm putting this on. And he put it on in front of him. And he's like, are you for real? Just ring one of the boys. And what what did he do? He rang one of the rang boys. One of the and boys. he goes, he goes, are you for real? And he says, yeah. And he goes, I didn't even argue with him. He goes, all right, no problem. As soon as he went around the corner, I rang one of the boys. Angle grind on, good luck to you. Yeah, like. That's the the boys nearly do that. Like the boys are like superheroes yeah. around these parts. Like the boys, I think everybody like, has someone on speed. Or, uh, everybody, I know who I'm ringing. <laughs> I know who I'm ringing. We all have one person who you're gonna ring. Who you're close to? Who who likes taking clamps off cars? Yeah. Do you know what I mean? But um, Connor, what do you think? Who's a bigger wanker, Lewis inspectors or clampers? But Connor, you're a law abiding citizen. You just pay. Yeah. Well, I, I, yeah. Yeah. Um, well, I've only been clamped once. Out in Northwood is actually pretty bad for it. Private clampers. Yeah. And down at Houston Station as well is really bad. They're all private clampers. Yeah. Though. Straight away. Like on the dot. Yeah. Um, what, how much was it? Or something like 120, was it? Is it something which like that? was it? I don't know. I can't remember. Yeah. 120. I did appeal one did once. Did you pay for it? Yeah. I, I did get, a, I did appeal one once and got it back. But yeah, you can't, they don't take it off until you appeal it. So give us your man's number after this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I know one of the boys, he got clamped by a private company and he rang them and he's like, you need to come out and take this off. Uh, he was in a hurry and they said, we won't have someone out there for an hour or something. He goes, well, I'm going to cut it off then. 
because I have to be gone. And he goes, you cut that off, I'm going to do you for criminal damage. And he used to be a locksmith. He picked the lock and left it on the side of the road. And he goes, that's where your clamp is. But that's what the boys do anyways. The boys are nice enough to cut them off and then just put them like at a wall beside where no, the car was. No, but he actually picked the lock. So the oh, lock was so perfectly intact. Yeah, you can just use it again. <laughs> that's not bad. Do you know what I mean? So they said to him, you you break that and you're going to have to... We're so gonna we didn't take break it. it. So we didn't break he it. Just he just opened it. it. He used to walk in the locksmith. And uh, he knows how to pick a lock. And he just opened it. Yeah, good luck to do job laying clamp on the side of the road. <laughs> you know? But, there was a bloke, boys. You actually seen the yoke years ago going around. Where a bloke went out his way to take clamps off other people's cars. I know loads of people. I've heard stories of people yeah. being like, they're sitting in their car and they're ringing to get the clamp off, and people pull up in vans and be like, Trump, you take that off? Yeah, yeah, I'll whip that off. Yeah, look, like, it's such a common hate, thing. Yeah, because they hate clampers that much. Yeah. It's such a Connor, you don't realise how common that is. Like that happens all the fucking time. Like some random hunter will come up to you and just go, Give me two minutes or fly up to the gaff, I'll be back to you yeah. now. Clamp gone. Or a fella in a van, you more likely have the tools with him already. Yeah, do See, you this know? this is the thing, like people will look at us and be like, see them cunts in town, them dubs, they're all scruffy bastards, they no shame, this, that and the other. But when you're in a predicament like that, you wish you fucking knew us. Fucking right. <laughs> we know people who slag me like, Oh, you you're buying rob clothes at your door and all yeah, and what? Um, and what? It, yeah, ring me next time he knocks, will you? <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like, fuck off. Yeah. That's another thing. You always know some cunt. It's usually a regular. He'll knock at your door in the flat store. Yeah, but the, the thing door. is, I, I remember saying that to someone before, and they were like, why would you do that? And all that's disgraceful, this, that, and the other. And then they see you rocking around in a fresh jacket, and you tell them, you got that at the door? No mm. way. Hey, ring me next time he knocks, will you? Yeah, since he goes out the window, then where's your moral <laughs> But anyways, that's obviously my tip for the week is toilet or jacks, which is dirt. And what was me? Oh yeah, Lewis inspector. Inspector. Yeah, inspector. Lewis inspector. Boys, you might have stuttered about five times in this podcast. Can't help it. Lewis inspectors are clampers. He was the bigger wanker. So that's me. Other one for this week, Calvin. You have one or two things to touch on. Yeah. So uh, a few things to say. We need. People who listen to us, <coughs> sorry, people who listen to us on Apple Podcast and Spotify. So they've changed our algorithm. So if you listen to us on Spotify, make sure you give us a follow and download the podcast if you can. If you listen to us on Apple Podcast, subscribe to the podcast, rate it, and leave a review because this really helps uh, in the viewers pushing us up the charts and ensuring that our name gets out there more and we can keep the podcast going. Uh, we're on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, Talking Bollocks Podcast. Give us a show. Uh, we're fairly active on them. We'll get back to you. Uh, and that's basically it. Yeah. So we're trying to stay as active and somebody uh, interactive actually, as possible. Somebody asked us in the suggestions, what would we prefer people to listen on? Apple Podcast or Spotify? Um, I don't have a preference. Once people, once people are listening... Once you can listen, that's all that matters. But Spotify is where we have the majority of our listeners. But it's, just e- it's easier for us to gauge with Spotify, but I it wouldn't is, say, yeah. like, if you listen on Apple Podcast, delete Go and download Spotify. Spotify. It's no. all the same. Once you listen to us, you're 100%, yeah. Uh, a few of the suggestions, I just have them open here. Will you ever do more than one episode a week? It's hard to do, it's hard to do yeah, one a well, week as there is. When we start getting a steady wage and whatever, like, like if we had a solid wage guaranteed every yeah. single week, we could... Like, and when I say a solid wage, I don't mean, like, a couple of hundred quid. I mean, like, more than what, what we'd be working for exactly on, yeah. in a normal job. If we could make that amount guaranteed or more, yeah. then you could move the two episodes a week. But until no, then, there's no it, point in, in trying to put that much pressure on. If and, this was a full-time job, I'd do 45 episodes a week, and that's the one truth. One million percent. I'd be doing an episode nearly every day. Yeah, 100%. Like, anyone out, any, any top podcast out there that do more than one episode a week, they're not walking. 
No, this is that's the job. job. Yeah, this yeah. And that, 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 that's the main aim for me. You don't need is. to worry about. There is the main aim, yeah. But they don't need to worry about like fucking time off work and shit like that. Like I'm doing, I'm working, and then at the end of the day, we're doing a podcast. You yeah. know, it's fucking, it's tough, and then you have other commitments in life as well. So it is tough. Just bear with us, and as it is now. It's quantity over, uh, sorry, it's quality over quantity, isn't it? Like, yeah, it really If we is, were putting yeah. out two or three episodes a week, we'd Not wreck that you'd be sick, heads. Yeah. Not that you'd be sick, because like, like, we have a million guests in our minds that could come on this, like, that's just sitting here thinking, and we could think of a hundred guests that I'd love to have on this, and our stories would be lethal, and we'd just have the buzz them, it'd be a normal conversation, so, like, the stories out there that need to be heard, and we'll get them on eventually, but... We we could get two or three guests on here a week and, yeah. and make them all good stories yeah. easily. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Definitely. Not, not saying we're making them good stories, but they could come out with good stories that people would enjoy. Yeah, but as it stands now, we're going to stay to one a week. Mm-hmm. Uh, someone said, get Connor on as a guest. Connor, this is close to a guest as you're getting. Yeah. Get <laughs> <laughs> uh, a camera and shit like that. Yeah, we know. We told you, we're fucking... We're bouncing around place to place. We need stability. We can't get a camera because you need to think about we don't know where we're going to be recording week by week. So I don't even know where I'm going to be sitting. Who's going to be sitting beside me? Who's going to be sitting in front of me? Wherever. So imagine what way the camera's going to be. Uh, I suppose we may as well let the cat out of the bag. We're in Terence's new gaff. <laughs> yup. Right, we'll get into that in a while. But yeah. I think we counted it. So this is episode 22 and this is the ninth place we've recorded this podcast. That's that's nuts. So we're recording a new podcast. Uh, we're recording a podcast in a new location every uh, what, two point three episodes. Two point two, yeah, two point three episodes. Like, that's nuts. That that's <laughs> mad. Yeah. I didn't love that. Well, I'm not going to say where you are. But yeah. Count them out in your head. Yeah. yeah. Well, we know where two. We can officially this say where two are. This is three of them. So my gaff, my mask gaff, my and your gaff. mask gaff. Yeah. The barbers. The we last may as well one. say because the boys look after us. It's four. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. then we had. The makeup. Yeah. And then the other one. That's <laughs> What was the other one? Or the other makeup, yeah? What? Yeah. Well, hang on, start again. <laughs> My gaff, your gaff, your mask gaff. Yeah, right? three, yeah. Then we had... Barbershop. Yeah. yeah, and then... Makeup. Right? Then... Her. Yeah, yeah, six. Then, uh... Cross the bridge there. Remember? Tom, <laughs> with Tom out. Oh, I remember. Seven. Yeah. Gissy Dignam's gaff. Number nine. Was another location for the episode with Liam Cunningham. Yeah, yeah, nine. yeah. And yeah. Lo- so that's nine locations. So yeah, you're that's... gonna imagine trying to set. It's hard enough trying to set up the mics and all because we bring the mics everywhere. So imagine trying to set up a camera mic. somewhere. And how much of a cunt is you bringing these mics everywhere? Because there's fucking home. loads. Know, shit. It's a nightmare. All the stuff we built and all, and we keep forgetting things and everything. <laughs> <laughs> we got the kitsy diglums cap. We did. Calvin forgot the fucking mics. The one thing you need for the podcast. The mics. <laughs> Like you can get away with something my stand, you can get away with the blade, the fucking microphone. My fucking head was wrecked. Yeah, no, listen. Well, we we were supposed to record the podcast yesterday and we forgot something as well, so we had to wait till the day. We did as well, so that's what it's Just bear with us there. Sorry, excuse me. Um on Sunday we've decided we're linking up with the Buddy Cup uh KB Nutrition KB Nutrition and Daisy's Grill. Out in Prizewood there. Uh, we're doing a Talking Bollocks special, which is going to be a cheese toasty and any coffee for 10 euro. Uh, five euro from every sale is going towards Jigsaw, which is a youth mental health uh, charity. So they help with youth kind of hand, handle anxiety and counseling and stuff like that. And we need more of that being put out there. Yeah. So we kind of, we want to practice what we 
preach on this podcast. We're always telling people to be mindful and look after ourselves. It's 2021. You don't need to be going through shit like this on your own. So we're going to give them back a bit. And uh, if he's there about, drop out, say hello. We'll be out there. We're going to have a bit of laugh. Like we're going to yeah. be out there for, for a good few hours anyway. So we're yeah. going to do a bit of work in the buddy cup. We're gonna, we have a few things planned. I don't really want to say them yet, but we have a few things planned, like a bit of fun. We'll definitely be talking bollocks anyway. You can guarantee that fucking much. Shout out to... Darden Main. Yeah. He's a, a, a big... Big fan of the podcast. You yeah. have to tell us every guest, every episode, this, that, the other. Had a good chat with him today. He's a fucking legend. He Just shout legend. out to him, yeah. We love the support. It's unbelievable. Yeah. It, bro, talking about support, you was something you forgot to say last week. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so this is this was probably now I know people have seen us and uh, like I when people say hello to me, I'll try and say hello back no matter who it is and uh, like if I don't know you I'll kinda a bit standoffish, you know, like that. Yeah. So if you do see me out on the street and, I, and I'm introduce yourself, let me know who you are. Let me know if I don't really know you and you only know me through Instagram or something because mm. I don't want to come across as a wanker, even though a lot of people will say he is a wanker, but sure, look. He is a wanker. But last week <laughs> we were out and uh, my board clicked me, right? So we we're in the car, she was driving, I was in the passenger seat and I seen a little smudge on my window and I was trying to wipe her off and I couldn't reach it from the inside. So I had to get out of the car and wipe it, but it was wrecking my head. So we pulled up to the traffic lights and I jumped out to wipe it. But when I jumped out, I didn't check the mirror proper and there was a car coming up on the inside lane and I looked and I was the guard and I was like, bollocks, these are going to say something to me. So I was wiping the window and the copper pulled in and he goes, uh, yeah, right there. And I was like, yeah, I was wiping this mark on my window. And then uh, the cop on the passenger seat leaned over and goes, is that the podcast, fella? <laughs> and I went red. I was like, Looking, I was like, what the fuck is going on? And the other couple was like, what podcast? And he's like, yeah, he does that podcast. He's always on Instagram and all. <laughs> oh, if you want to see me doing a beeline back in the car, I was like, go, Amy, go, go, go. <laughs> I think the lights are still red. I was like, just go, just go. Yeah, so yeah. even the boys in Star Street are listening to the podcast. Oh, it's a brilliant word, Nick, the loose podcast. Oh, yes, some <laughs> stick on this. I'm rightfully so. Well, it's, it's not stick, I mean? it's criticism because there is incompetent police out there. And we said it before. And, and we'll more say it again. Competent. Look, we've we've had bad in, interactions and encounters with the police ourselves, so it's it's first hand experience. But you, I hate people, right? So I have a lot of people around me, not around me, but I know a lot of people. Like if you say something like that about the guard and like that, there's people that'll say like, "Oh, they're not all that bad," or like this and like, or they think that it's just inbred in us to hate the guard. Like I didn't grow up. Well, I did, sort of, to be honest with you. Everyone sort of hate the guard. But I think, I'm one of these people that make my own mind up. Yeah. And, like, it's not just inbred in people from the flats or people from town or that, like that, to just grow up and hate the guard. You grow up and hate them. Well, hate is very strong. Yeah. You grow up and dislike them and, and don't have that good interaction with them because of what you go through, what you yeah. see every day and stuff like that. And it's, it hasn't been good, do you know what I mean? Hopefully it can get better. Yeah. Now, but I'm just talking first-hand experience, you know, like I've I've dealt with them on numerous occasions over little things and I'd be like, are you for real? Like, do your fucking job, like, you know what I mean? Yeah. You're out there and you're hassling people and th- there's so many bad experiences that can be fucking altered with just a bit of cop on, a bit of common sense. We don't really want to grind it because I don't want to come across that, as bashing them, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, because we, we, like, to get I, 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 personally, I personally have no problem with them. Like, but you should be dealing with people on a human level. Do you know what I hate, Calvin? One-to-one, more I, social skills they should have. Yeah, I, I hate the fact that, she. if I'm walking up a road, if I'm walking up any road in Dublin, or if I'm walking somewhere and I'm doing that, and I see two coppers, two walkies, or even guards sitting in a car, yeah, or driving past, 
I automatically think in my head oh, is these are going to pull me here. Yeah, and I'm thinking, think the same. I don't have anything on me, but I'm like, these are going to pull me here and they're not going to pull me to have a nice conversation with me. They're going to pull me to be like, where are you going? I'm like, can I not just walk down the road? Yeah. What have you got in your pockets? A phone and a wallet. Show me them. Let me see. Do this, do that. And you're like, for, like in my head, the second I see a guard in uniform, I go, here we go again. Bro, you and don't know the amount of times. Obviously, it's not every time. I've drove down the road and the police have drove past me and I automatically, the first thing I do is I check my mirror because I know they're going to do a U-turn. Yeah, like that shouldn't be a feeling. Like you should be, <laughs> and we're not saying that they're, they're not doing, they're not killing us, they're not doing this, they're not doing that. But it's like, mate, fuck off. Like, can I not just go to the fucking shop? Like, you know what I mean? Not every unflint attracts you as a drug dealer. And that's what I say all the time. And I say this to them. Now, that, that shit, you know, I'm like, mate, if I had a pair of skinny jeans and a pair of vans on me hair, you wouldn't have pulled me. Yeah. Well, we would have when we heard your voice. I say that's a fair point. <laughs> you know what I mean? Well, no, that's the thing. We're just, look, at, we're a product of our environments. You know what I mean? Like, all young in Dublin dress the same. Yeah. And we all, like, my boy always says to me, you look like a drug dealer. You look red hot. And I was like, this is just how I, how I dress. It's my fashion sense. Yeah. My friends have similar senses to me. And we go from there, it doesn't mean we're all drug dealers. We're not all criminals. We're not all looking for trouble. Mm-hmm. So this is just, it is what it is, isn't it? It's a shame though. The, the social skills on their behalf needs to get better. And mm-hmm. it's just everything. That's... They should look, I don't want to say, I don't want to sound like one of these pricks to be like, they're serving us. But they should look at people as their customer. The public as their customer, right? Because that's what we are essentially. Your customer is always who you're providing your service for. And they should look at that like, right, how do I make this interaction better? You know, they should not, they shouldn't, to me, when I get pulled, I'm guilty until I prove myself innocent to them. Yeah, 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 you know, yeah. Like the yeah. guy that's pulling you and they're checking your reg, they're checking your name, and you can hear them when they're on the walkie-talkies outside your car, checking for warrants and all, and you're like, you don't know me, so that alone should tell you that's a good thing. If yeah. you don't know who I am, that should be a good thing. Yeah. And straight away now, I'm like, right, that copper doesn't trust me. So why should I trust him? He's He has bad intentions. So that's why there's more. And then if I can only tell that story to someone, the first thing they always say is, but it's you. You've no convictions. You've never been in trouble in your life. And that, that's that's the thing. Like, and that yeah. sets the tone then going forward with them. They'd be like, well, if Carlton get pulled, and you can get pulled. Yeah. Literally. You know? Literally, yeah. Listen, again, it's not bashing them. It's just talking about experience. Such like. l- so many little things. Bro, I've been stopped by the police. I got stopped by the uh, police when I lived in America. I was late uh, for a walk. And I remember the train was in uh, like two or three minutes. And I sprinted. And I heard the guard pull up beside me. And I shit myself. Now, mm. I mean, like, you know what the police are like in America? And the copper jumped out of the car. And he had his hand on his hip on his gun. And I shit myself. And he goes, where are you going? I goes, I'm late for a walk. And I pointed. I goes, there's the, the train station. Mm. He goes, oh yeah, sorry. Have a nice day. Go ahead. Yeah. And it was as simple as that. Yeah, but he also had his hand on his gun. That's what they do, bro. Like, oh, that's, well, like, he had it on his hip. Like, yeah, but there. that's the difference. Like, just He's like, where are you going? He didn't say, end your pockets, get down on the ground, all this shit. He's just yeah. like, oh, goes, there's the train station. I'm like, oh, just going, like, yeah. off you go. Like, you know yeah. what I mean? And as well, another time over there, uh, <coughs> it's illegal to, uh, to be having an open can over there. You're not allowed to be drinking on the street. I know you're not allowed to drink on the street over here, but it's not as fucking, it's not police as much as it is over there. Uh all the boys and the girls were drinking, they were walking around the road bleeding boxes of cans and all, and the police came, and everyone fucking legged it, and I was like, right, if we walk, the copper won't come after us, so we walked, and one of the boys dropped a load of cans, and we walked down the road, and the copper bit up beside us, and I was like, oh, here we go, and he goes, that's your, that's your alcohol back there, he said to one of the boys, and he goes, no, no, he goes, it is, I seen you dropping it, and I was like, oh, fuck, like, he's gonna get nicked, and he goes, 
go back and get it. Don't let it go to waste. At least bring it with you. <laughs> and I was like, that's, he's fucking sound. You yeah, know what I mean? He yeah. knew we were going. So you've had a couple of good. Well, that, that was in America. That's what I'm saying. You know over what I mean? So and... over there, they look, they look at the logic. They look at the situation. They look at who you are. And yeah. like, look at this can be fucking... I'm not, I don't have to chase these out here. Yeah. If I just say to them, move on, they are already moving on. Yeah. Let's use a bit of common sense to address the situation. And it's de escalate. There you go. Yeah. You know what I mean? Whereas over here, you walk down Grand Canal Dock, coppers are coming over and they're fucking grabbing people, taking bottles and points out of hands and all. Get out of here, get out of here. And you're like, Jesus Christ. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Just before Christmas Day, when I was, go- I was going to work, I was on the night shift. So obviously, I mean, not, we're allowed to go to work in your normal clothes if you're on the night shift. No customers in the shop or anything like that. So I cycled down my, out of the estate. I did where I was staying that night. Cycled out of the estate and I was going up the road. God, seeing the blue shirts going on right behind me. I said, I know for a fact it's for me because there's no one else on the fucking road. And they only had the punter on. So... They pulled up a show me. I had me dry beats on my head, so obviously I had my music on. Can't turn that, and then they pulled up a show me, and I'm looking at me. You can see them shouting like, but the music was pumping. In fairness, took the headphones off. Where are you fucking going, you? Where are you? And like that's the first words, no? Like wait there, stop. Can you pull in there, please? None of that. Just yeah. where are you? Actually, it was the, it was a band guard in the car and um, male couple, and the band guard is the one saying, "Where are you fucking going?" I said, "Who are you talking to like that?" I said, "Don't speak to me like mm. that. Whatever, whatever. Just having a little yoke. Where that." She had to just say, pull in there. Yeah, like you're a brown man. Just going, yeah. And that's that's what I said to her. I said, look, I'm, I'm an adult. Like, you know what I mean? Like, what are you going down screaming at me like a child for? Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, when we tell you to pull in, pull in, I said, sorry, I had the headphones on, like, whatever, whatever. And uh, so they're asking me this, that, and the other. So give them the data. Say, I'm just going to walk there. Yeah, no problem. Uh, hurry up. I something smart, she said. So I got on my bike, cycled off. They put left the blue lights on the car, drove slow behind me while I'm cycling my bike, all the way up to my job, um, got out of the car then, when I, when I was going into work, the doors are still open, because we start, I started work at 10, we closed at 10, so the doors are still open for customers that were still leaving the shop, as I walked in, the two of them tried to walk in behind me, and the security guard said, no, we're closed now, and the two of them stood outside laughing at me, waving at me and all. Just so to like, prove that you were going to walk? Just to prove that I was going to walk, because like, I, I was in a track suit now, and I said, I'm going to walk, I'm on a nice well, shift. Well, like, the fact that you said you were going to walk, like, I, that should be enough to get... I'm going to walk, I'm going to do a nice shift guard. Yeah, no, but I, come on, off you go there. And still follow you. And uh, it's all that, you know, the, the tone of voice, and you know they're looking down Sarcasm on you. Sarcasm and all. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, are you? Yeah, come on, mm. so, come on. And I'm like, all right, so I cycle to walk, and they drive so slow behind me. No, but like, they're right behind me. I'm just cycling. I'm just cycling, and I wasn't flying them. So they're driving so slow behind me with the blue lights on the car, so I'm cycling, and everyone, Is not everyone, there wasn't that many people out at 10 o'clock at night, but people that are out are looking, looking and going, what's going on, what's going on yeah. here? Then they pull up in the car, jump out of the car, I, I jump on my bike as I'm pulling up to the job and they walk right behind me. You can hear them laughing and all. I get into school, the guy tells them now, they stand outside laughing and waving. You're like, That's two what? people actually get, making a living there. You know what I mean? They got paid for, for all of that that they did there. For nothing. <coughs> Look, I'll give I'm, you another example. Yeah, We were over at Grand Canal Dock on a walk. Uh, this was near Paddy's Day in and around there. So it was packed. There's a lot of people drinking. And the police came in, the public order unit, and they moved everybody out because of COVID. And, all right, fair enough. And they moved a good crowd of people out. But there was a fella on his board sitting away from everybody, right? On their own, fella on his board sitting together. And a cop came over and goes, get out of here. And your man was like, well, I'm, I'm not with that crowd of people. Like, and he was like, you have to move. And your man's like, I'm sitting here, I'm not hassling anyone. It's my girlfriend. And he goes, I'm doing this for your safety, he says. The copper said, some fella sitting there with his girlfriend. Do you know what I mean? On a nice walk yeah. or whatever. I'm doing this for your safety. And how patronising he sounded as well. And I was just like, 
What the fuck? That's the worst part. But that, do you know what it is? That's toning that yumble. That he's had a, neg- a negative experience with the police then. So he's going to go and say this, mate. Some wanker told us to move. Yeah. For what? Like you're sitting there, he wasn't doing that, Daniel. Yeah. So these, these are just what I'm saying. We've had, no, no, we've had no. negative experiences with them and they could have easily been twisted to positive experiences. If a cop had pulled up to you and said, can you pull in there where you're off there? And they said, look, eh, you're, you look a bit dodgy. It's dark out. It's late. We didn't know you're going to walk. Yeah. This is why we stopped you. You'd understand. As you said, Terrence, yeah, you were in a tracksuit, so it's understandable that they yeah. would have pulled you. But they could, it's the manner in which they pull you. Yeah, and then they use the excuse. And then like, the follow one to follow you and all. Like, you know? Yeah. Like when I said, them, I'm just going to walk there and then they pull an excuse out of the back. Well, you haven't got a fucking line in your bike, so either tell us what you're doing, tell us where you're going. Because I was saying, sort of saying to them, will you just like, like shouting at me like yeah. that? I'm only going to walk. Like, well, give us all your fuck. And I was like, will you? And then they're like, well, you haven't got a light on your bike, so. Uh, if you want, if you want, we can get out of the car and nick your head now and leave yeah. your bike there. And that's the thing as well. You're like, whoa, relax. Either you nick it or you don't nick it. It yeah. shouldn't be subjective. You yeah. shouldn't be like, some people get away with it and some don't. You either fucking nick everyone for the one thing or you don't nick anyone for the one thing. Yeah, yeah, So yeah. you're very people like, oh, got let away with speed and I was down 53 and the 50 let me away. And then you hear someone saying, oh, I got done on that. Yeah. Well, everyone should be done on it or everyone should be let away with it. Shouldn't mm. be, it shouldn't be subjective. You're either breaking the law or not. Yeah. So do your job, like. Definitely. That took, a, that took a serious fucking turn, didn't it, bro? About the guy, over. <laughs> yeah. I have a question, actually. Is there a stigma for anybody from the inner city wanting to become a guard? Yeah, I definitely say there is. Um, 100%. I know one or two people who have become coppers, and it's it, it's definitely kind of frowned upon. Put, put it this way, it's not. I don't think it's a, a good choice in Korea to pay a shoe. <laughs> yeah, to pay a shoe, in fairness. But there is, there is a stigma around it, because... Because they, people from town see what happens every day and for how many years, always. Like, it's where you meet a nice couple, you know what I mean? So they see what they got out of down to their friends, their family, themselves. And then they go and make that career choice. So in my opinion, it, yeah, yeah, you shouldn't. And yeah, that's it. That's all I have to well, say, you, yeah. You said it about experiences. Yeah, no, just I just wanted to finish up. Uh, talking about the garden now but like what I was trying to say is before we finish up what I said earlier about people saying like people would say to us oh it's just bred into you to hate the garden when it's not so what I was saying was if I only had good experiences with the garden only good and we were sitting here talking about it I wouldn't be the type of person to go yeah fuck the garden just to be oh, no you'd step in and be like no hang on for a second well, you, a yeah, yeah. I've only had good experiences I'm not yeah. the type of that just jump on a bandwagon no, it's yeah. bred into me it's not like that hmm. but the truth is we, I haven't had very many I've had one or two don't get me wrong where you'd be in the flats when the boys be around the joint you'd be having a few bottles speaker on the summer barbecue and the guy that come in and say alright here we go round the party and they come in and say alright boys listen do what you're doing I don't give a bollocks see the boys around the joint or whatever you roll as a joint have as a few gaggles just don't wreck the gaff yeah. you know what I mean listen enjoy as a night and he'd walk up and you'd start to go Jesus Christ fair play to him like yeah. you know what I mean and that's what you'd say straight away Fair folks to him, like he could have been. That's someone that's using a bit of logic and common sense. It, boys are going to be boys, you know what I mean? But people drink in the street, people smoke joints, yeah, get over it. As long as they're not out there fucking punching people around. And that's it. Yeah. And that's what we used to say, you know what I mean? But yeah, it's not just bread into us. Listen, the more good experiences we have, the more we'll talk about on the podcast. Yeah. And when the coppers yeah. out there listening, will you just give I've us seen, a believe? I've seen situations and I'd see them online and I'd be like, I know like you know when these people pull up the guard at te- COVID checkpoints and straight away they're quoting the fucking constitution and you can see the copper's face drops and the copper does yeah. first thing the copper always says is I'm just doing my job in other words give me a bleeding break yeah. I do I do sympathise with them there I'd be like look at 
If you just pulled up and that cop was, says, where are you going? I'm going home, guard. Yeah, no problem. Go ahead. That's that done. Yeah. That cop doesn't care what you say. I find there's a lot of, you know. From our end, not me in particular, but from townies or people from rough areas, a lot of them do start. A lot yeah. of boys Well, I do, think that could be them just trying to get one up on it. And that is them. what that is. And that's mm. just being sick of being pulled to the point where they're like, where are you going? That's hard. Like, fuck you. Like, yeah. can I not just walk down? And that's what escalates that. But again, that's all comes down to whatever and whatever. You know the story. What we're at the bench saying. Um, yeah, bit of a tangent there. Yeah, bro. Well, well, let's flip it the other way around. Um, I know there's a video circulating. Yeah, gang of young blitz out in holes. Shy bags, dopey little rats. What <laughs> right, First of all, yeah, when I brought up, you're always told not to spit on people. Mm. No matter what, you never, ever, ever spit on people. Some young blitz spits in a girl's face. A girl on her own. What are you mm. at me? What, like, what are you thinking? The boys are going to think I'm a mad cunt spitting at a girl. What the fuck are you on about? And then what happens? She falls under the dart and the young blitz goes white and shits himself, yeah? yeah? Doesn't know what to do. Doesn't have the decency to turn back and make sure she's all right. Goes white, shits himself. Mm. Seen another video then, they're at a traffic lights as a car stopped and one of the boys is standing on the roof of a car and it's a Tesla as well, standing on the roof of the car and there's a family in the car while it stopped at the lights and all his mates are there cheering and all like, what? Hard if, one of, if one of my mates when I was that age jumped on the car, I'd be like, what are you doing? That's not even funny. Absolutely. And what happens then? A woman gets out of a car with, with her daughter. So there's, fa- there's a family in that car and you was like, what are you doing? John, the first thing I'd say to that is, you're giving every other group of younglets wanting around a bad name because they're going to be a target then for anyone who sees a group of younglets. They're going to ring the police. Yeah. They're going to be watching them. They're going to be texting their mates. You see that group of younglets going around the corner, blah, blah, blah. You're giving them a bad name so they can't even walk down the road. And even the fact what he's saying there about being a, a a girl, like, whether it's a girl or a bloke, if you're out with the boys, like, what are you... Like, no, I, I, I said that because yeah. that, that is the lowest of the low. One, the most one. vulnerable person you can pick on is a girl on her own. And, and people make mistakes. People make mistakes and do stupid shit, but you don't be going around hitting harmless people. And then, like you said, especially a girl. When I say, but anybody, like these people, like, what were they doing that day? Probably going to do a day's walk, probably bleeding, finishing walk, probably yeah. doing whatever. And one of them bleeding hits her with a bike, she falls under a train. You're like, what? Like, absolutely shite bikes they are. Little scruffs. Fuck them. Moving on. Right. We get into this week, will we? Yeah, yeah. The main reason why we wanted to do this week, well, do an episode just two of us, just to have a normal little yap, have yeah. a normal conversation. You've been surprised so many people actually request it as well. I couldn't believe it now, to be honest with you. Every week we get at least two or three messages in the suggestions. Yeah, just yeah. do use ourselves. Just do use ourselves. Yeah. Yeah. Now, I have a lot to talk about this week in fairness. So, I said I may as well. Parents had this. You had this one planned, mate, because oh, I did have this one planned. You for kept a long time. you. You stayed quiet for a few days, and I was like, "Are we going to do a podcast this week or what?" Mm-hmm. And pulled this out of the back pocket, and I was like, "Look, okay, it's up to you." Pal. Yeah. So I've actually been wanting to do this episode since the incident happened. We'll call it an incident. Yeah. Look, okay. it's um, well when when you said it to me, I said, "Look, it's." It, I'd never force you to do something like this. Yeah. So it is, and I can't force you to do it as well. Let's be real. Yeah. Um. It has to be natural, so it, it's a mature decision, Terence Sir. Right? I'm a bit proud of you now to t- take on the responsibility yourself. Yeah. When, now, when you send it to me, I was like, fuck, like that's yeah, yeah. I'm nervous it takes, now. Takes yeah. balls. And look, it, it's all right, bro. Yeah. It's all right to be nervous, yeah, yeah, of course. But this is referring to back at Paddy's Day, it was the week of Paddy's Day. Bill, uh, Bill, it was supposed to be episode 16, I think. Uh, yeah, 
Um, it was Paddy's day because I remember putting up the post with, with the Paddy's day on it. Yeah, because we, we, we missed the week then. That was the weekend. And that was the weekend. The reason why we missed the week is because I went back on the gaggle that night. You had a wobbler. I had a wobbler. <laughs> uh, I had a wobbler. wobbler. Relapsed, if you want to call it that, because yeah. essentially I was in recovery. Essentially, no, it is a relapse. That's, if uh, you look up the definition of relapse, that's where it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The reason why I want to talk about it is because, like, I'm at the main embarrassed about it and ashamed of mm. it. Like, reason being is because this is so out there. Look, this yeah. podcast is out there, and I'm on here every week saying the benefits of being sober, the benefits of not drinking, the benefits of not smoking, the benefits of not doing drugs. And then we go and relapse, and ah, it breaks my heart still now. It does, yeah. I'm still sick over it. Um, but I think this will help you, bro. Yeah, I think so. I you think I just need to put it chest. out there. I'm lazy, without sounding like a wanker, like because I do think some weeks I sound like a prick when I'm on. I'm saying, oh, this uncle texts me and these uncles. I would never say names, but look, I get so many messages on my personal page and stuff like that about youngsters. How like that milestones that like I get. Look, I got a message today. What's up, bro? Four months sober today after being listening to the podcast, after being heard your story, and big thanks to you, bro. And a big SA when I and. You, you don't realise what you're at the end for me and I'm like Jesus Christ well done like that that's blatant quality like and then I go and fuck up you know what I mean like it's, yeah. it's funny because yesterday I would have been 10 months sober like that, that's what I would have been but obviously with the relapse it's a reset and, and like the main the main thing that I, I feel got me through being sober and in recovery if that's what you want to call it was the milestones when you hit one month and you're like oh I'm at the end of month yeah. Two months, three months. And I fucked up before years ago. I went, years ago, last year, it sat last year, I went two months. So about nine weeks I went and then I fucked up again. I went yeah. on the gaggle and then I went even worse. And that's what scared me the most about if I was to relapse because I'm the type of uncle that doesn't do things in halves. You know what I mean? Yeah. If I go back to drink drugs, whatever it is, I'm going full throttle. And I've done that because I'm also back on the smoke since that as well through distress and anxiety really overall yeah. do you know what I mean I went back on the show I'm still smoking now and I'm smoking more now than I ever was It's not, and that's the way I am with drink slash drugs slash anything if I was to go back on it now I'd go back on it twice as heavy and yeah. that scares the life out of me but talking about um, their relapse is like yeah I was 8 months at the time I think 8 months sober but like for the last three months of me recovery, look, I was up the walls. You were on edge about it. On edge about everything, man. You want to see, like, the things I was putting, like, the people I love the most, trail, my family, my board, Kylie, my board, people that slammed me over that. Things I was putting them through, like, just through, like, oh, fuck. Sorry. Um, just through, like, um, I don't know what to say, look. Um, Do you want me to take over from here? Because I tell you from what I was saying. Yeah, yeah, give us your perspective. Just so give from me a the outside second, looking yeah. in, yeah, what I was saying was every couple of weeks you were saying to me how far you were mm. and that you were dying to do it again. Mm. And I was saying it to you, I was like, look, okay, if it happens, it happens to me. Because mm. I think, for, and this, now I don't want to, I don't want to like kind of step on anyone's toes who's in recovery and they have their the programs and their steps and all, but I think if people are feeling that they should, they should go back to the other side and see what it's like. So you don't want to go three years down the line and then have a wobbler then, because mm. that's when I think you will absolutely self-destruct and go off the walls. And that's why I, I haven't been 
I don't go to them, man. I never did. And but that's why you you have to be promoting these AA, CA, all this yeah. alcohol anonymous, all them because people go to them and learning how to deal in recovery, and that's the mistake that yeah. I made at the time. Was I did nothing. I I treated nothing. I said one day that I I can't keep going like this. I'm in a bad bad way. I'm in a bad frame of mind. And back then, look, I had. It's meant to say, like, not suicidal thoughts, but it was so, so bad that I was like, what the fuck? I just can't keep doing this with my life. And if I keep doing this, I am going to end up doing something one day. And But they weren't bad, like, but after that relapse, like, they were real, like, you know what I mean? That was the first time ever in my life where I was saying to myself, fuck this, like, I don't need to be here, you know what I mean? And that was just through all the pressure and all. But that's my own fault. I never got treated for drink, drugs, smokes, nothing. Like, I know I'm saying smokes, gambling, all of that. I gave everything up in the space of a couple of weeks and wrapped it up. And when I say I was heavy on all of them, I was heavy. Heavy, look. There's no, there's no, there's no going out and I was having fucking six bottles or eight bottles and a laden 50 bag. It was, yeah. if I was doing something, it was full throttle every single day. There was times when I was going fucking 12, 13 days in a row doing things. And I'm not saying, like, oh, stay to I'd go home, I'd go to bed, I'd wake up dying, I'd go, fuck this, I ain't getting a bottle, I'd have a few bottles, I'd, that'd lead to another two-day bender, I'd have a sleep, I'd get up, and it's, it was always, oh, fuck it, it'll cure me, I'd, like, I'd get away from this, hang over to, go back on this, and I was heavy on it, and then I just stopped it all, one day I just said, I can't keep doing that, and I stopped it all, and, but I never got treated for it, I didn't know how to. Yeah. How to cope when they came back in, when they crept back in, you didn't know how to deal with it. Exactly. You, yeah. And you, you fucked her all to the side and you went cold talky, basically. Cold talky, like, and, and that's that's why, like, look, I've friends in recovery, I've a lot of friends in recovery and stuff like that, and I rang some of them, and, like, uh, I'm not going to say names, but I rang one of my friends after, and he said it's a term in recovery called, like, clean and crazy, like, like because you're clean, but you've, you haven't learnt, you don't know how yeah. to cope if anything comes up, so, and then I was crazy look I was fucking losing my marbles man I was fucking smashing things up and you were agitated a bit agitated man and like in my head it was always going to happen and I was like I don't want to sound like a prick but I was I was looking forward to what happening yeah because like, I, I think it needed to happen it, it did now but it, but it might not have yeah Do you know I, what I, mean? know, I know what you mean and I don't want to come across the, the wrong way but I mean like if you had a, had a just say the boys are all somewhere having a few drinks watching a match and you had to take part in that. Mm. To me, like that's what you needed. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I had a few bottles. Didn't really like it. Gonna knock down the head. Grand, no bother me. Yeah. But I think it. You, you kind of the circumstances. Ah, yeah. As Look, well. I, I made the circumstances. There was no problem. In you want to go into it? I won't go into exactly why, but there was no problem in my life. Oh, Jesus Christ, I have more problems than anyone can think of. But I mean, there was no prob. There was no problem that day. But I, I woke up every morning, Kylie will vouch for this, every single morning, I mean, I wake up at 8 o'clock in the morning and my very first words isn't good morning, isn't anything, my very first words every single morning for three weeks, four weeks previous to this was, I need a gaggle, I need to have a drink, like it's, it was just, I can't explain the feeling I had in my chest. And then the day that I did it, the night that I did it, I caused a fight that night, I won't say we're here, what I was, I made a problem that night, it was me and I had made problems for the three, four weeks previous, bad problems fighting with so many people, like all my loved ones, over stupid shit, to, I think I was doing it, subconsciously to have, to use the excuse to have a drink, yeah, 
And, and this night I did. Fuck this, fuck that person, whatever. Whenever I went down on the drink and boom, went on the gag and went on everything flat out till the next day. The usual carry ons, nothing changed. And uh, oh, it was horrible. Like I can't, I can't explain how bad it was, but I now sitting here, it's the best thing I've ever done in my life. And I don't encourage doing it, don't do it because trust me, someone were weak, I might than me probably wouldn't have come out the other side. Yeah, no, listen, I know because again, I'm going to say from the outside looking in, mm. I got a phone call that night mm. and I knew it was bad when I got the phone call mm. and I, I shit myself, yeah, I got a free and I got onto someone else and I was like, look, I need to get her onto this young He's on about the night I went on the drink. Yeah, the way, yeah. so I was like, right, we need to get in touch with him. I was like, if you can get a hold of him, we'd be grand. Because where I was, if I had had you with me, you would have been fresh, yeah. And I know I know roughly the circumstances, yeah. We won't go into it. So then time went by. I got another update then the next day of what happened. And I was like, right, look, at it. It, it was a bit of a wobbler. It probably got blown out of proportion that, that, that night. Things... Things are always bad when they happen and then you have a sleep on it. The next day, they're usually not that bad. Then the next day, it was still bad. Mm. And I was like, bollocks. Yeah. And then we went a few days, I didn't get through to you and I was texting you mm. an awful lot. And I remember thinking like, this fella's a prick. Mm. I was like, you could just text me, say, look at this is where I am. Boom. And mm. I've been happy. If you, in a blunt way, if you had to say to me, I'm hell, fuck off. I've been like, no, bother me. Yeah. Because there's still other people reaching out to me saying, have you heard from him? Mm. And people were like, well, if you can't, if you want to hear him from him, no one's fucking hearing him. <laughs> yeah. I was like, what do you want me to do? Like, if I knew where he was, like, I would have went, you know, yeah. like that. Yeah. And then. That's what it was. Like, that, that was, that's the fear. That's the fear of the night and, and the fear of everything. You know? And then like thinking, I'm eight months down the swally. That's because that's the main thing that I loved so much, but I think it was my biggest downfall as well. It was your badge, your pride, yeah, your bit of honour you had. Like, exactly, look at that. Yeah. Exactly, and I loved that. I loved being able to say I'm 10 months, I'm six months, I'm yeah. four months. I used to love that. That was the best thing. But again, I think that was my biggest downfall. I was sort of thinking about it since it happened, and I was sort of comparing it to running. So... Like, I used to find when I was going out on the run, I had to put the, the app on to see how many kilometers I did, to see what time I did or in, and it puts that pressure on me, and if I didn't beat the amount of kilometers, or I didn't beat the time that I wanted to be, I'd, I'd kill myself over it, I'd be like, for fuck's sake, you stupid cunt, how could you not do yeah. that, this, that, and that, and it was so much pressure, and that let me down, and then this is just a much, obviously a much bigger thing, but it was like, eight months, the pressure of it being eight months and then let myself down and then trying to come back from that then I was like fuck this you know what I mean I think sometimes you just need to not put the app on and go for the run and enjoy the run for what it is yeah. and sometimes you need to just not keep going out tomorrow next week it's going to be eight months and just enjoy it for what it is yeah. you're seeing every single day like and this kind of goes back to remember that time you done the bit and you fucking yeah. bet yourself up over it. Yeah, you were kicking yourself. Yeah. And you said to me, I'm four months down the drain. I put a bell on the weekend. And you yeah. said, look. But you said, I forgot all about having them four months never doing a bit. And I put, I think you put a tenner or something tenor on a bit. on the accumulator, yeah. A tenner on me yeah, on the accumulator. Yeah. And you bet yourself up over it. And he was like, look at yeah. You're not back gambling. It's as if you put a tenner on loss and put another hundred quid on to make it back. But thank fuck I didn't. But that's what I'm saying. Yeah. And don't beat yourself up over. Yeah. Like to me, you still don't drink. I don't drink. I don't drink, and that's just because you drank that one time. I still, I wouldn't say you're a drinker. I still say yeah, so parents doesn't drinks. Nobody even knows about it. You know what I mean? Like the mm. me close ones know you know. Yeah. You know what I mean? The close ones tell me know well, about it. But... And 
the, the first thing I remember saying to after is, look at brush it aside. You had a taste of it. Mm. You didn't like the flavour. Yeah, exactly. And we move and that on. is exactly what you and said. And we move as well. on. I just again, that's that's so risky, and I, I wouldn't advise that to people. I know what you're saying, and it, look, I get it. Yeah. But I wouldn't advise that, like, because I know my personality. I know how addictive my personality is, and I know if I had have enjoyed that night on the drink, there would have been no stop me. There'd have been no podcast mm. had now with me involved in anyways. You obviously would have took over, but I mean, there would have been no podcast involved with me because. I can't function if I'm drinking. I can't do anything. Everything's a bender. Everything's a session. Everything is the next time I'm having a drink. Everything is like that. And that goes for gambling as well and all that. Look, if I had just won that bet. Yeah. Imagine if I'd have won that bet. I'd never stop betting again. And thankfully, I haven't gambled in so long. And and thankfully, I didn't enjoy that night. Because, like, I I, I sometimes think, if I had had a good night, like, and don't get me wrong, Look, it is what it is. I just didn't enjoy it. It's not for me no more. And, yeah. and that's, it's just something that I want to put out there to anybody who is texting me because, like, like, when I say the messages, there's so many messages of people saying to me, bro, thanks to you. Like, listen to your podcast or listen to you. And I get them all the time, like a couple of weeks, like, off different people. And talking about the milestones, just like, if you're getting that urge, look, don't do it. Like, mm. <laughs> that's that's the only thing we get. Look, it's so easy to say, but go and get treated. Go to the meetings. Go to, go to somewhere. Don't, don't do what I did because it's not guaranteed that you're going to have a few drinks and then you're just going to go off it again because if I had known that I can do it, if I knew I could do a blowout once every so often and I wouldn't get caught again, I'd do them every couple of weeks or yeah. just do a big blowout and come back to normal. But that's not possible. That's not the case. That's not reality. Reality is you can do it. I could say to myself in a couple of months, Jesus Christ, like, I'm going to want a blowout now. And it only takes for me to enjoy something once to sort of go, fuck this, I'm not stopping this. Do you know what I mean? Again. And that has happened to me. I wouldn't say it's happened to me with smoking. Smoke is disgusting. I know smoke is disgusting. I, I got off the smoke, so I put it out there. Listen, there's this book out there, and the book's amazing. The, and I will read the book again. I put it up to I was going to do it recently. I didn't. reason why I didn't do it, to be honest with you, is, like, nobody knows this either. Is that, look, I've been homeless for so long. Do you know what I mean? And that's the truth. Like, I've been homeless for so long. I'm not going to run into how long, why, what. I have the best family in the whole entire world. My family would have took me in in a heartbeat, any single one of them. They, if I had said that I'm out all night walking the streets or like, when I went into homeless accommodation or anything like that, if I had said this to them, like, they literally would have dragged me out with a feet. Listen, you're going into this room and that goes for every single one of them. The best family in the world. So I told nobody, not even family. You know what I mean? Because I didn't want to put my pressure off things onto anybody. And like that's, going back to the night about the drink, that, that was a blessing in disguise for me. Like, And if anybody's thinking about doing it, just go and get treated, talk to someone, do something about it. Don't, don't think a blowout was going to work because it won't yeah. <laughs> on some people. It only takes, as I said, for you to enjoy it once for it not to work. And why you said that, blessing in the skies, it, like, that is the definition of what it was because I suppose the blessing there is the fact that you did that out of coping. Yep. You didn't do that because the boys are having a few drinks, I'm having a few drinks. No, it you wasn't did it that. because you had it. And I. An urge. Yeah, like you, you were having a problem. Yeah. You had a problem and how to cope with the problem is you had you had a few drinks to cope yeah. with the problem. You know, people say, I'm about to have a fucking bad day and get me a drink. 
Yeah. It was that on it a bigger that, scale. But I caused the problem. Yeah. Subconsciously. I mean, yeah, but you did that on a bigger scale yeah. as in you did it to cope. You didn't do it to have a good time. You did it to drown your sorrows. Yeah, exactly. So that's, I suppose that was the blessing. You know what yeah. I mean? You didn't get the urge to say, I'm having a great time. I'm going to have a few bottles tonight. No, it wasn't that. And <laughs> no, it definitely wasn't that. Like, cause I love sitting around, like even, even since I had the relapse, if that's what you want to call it. Since I had that, like, I haven't had another urge. And, but I know even in a few months, if I do get an urge again, that I know now how to cope with the urge. So yeah. I, I know that the next feeling that I get when I wake up in the morning, I go, I need a drink. I need a gargle. You know what I, know, I know what to do is to go, ring one of the boys who's in recovery. Do something. Go to a, go to a meeting. Go to some sort of meeting. Do something. And don't make that same mistake twice because that mistake I made was... It could kill you. Yeah, and, and, and that, that, I mean that literally, as in, it wasn't just suicidal thoughts. I didn't try and kill myself, but it wasn't just suicidal thoughts. It was much deeper, and that was the first time in my life I ever thought, how am I going to get out of here? Where am I going to do it? Thinking of how to do it. That was the first time ever in my life. And that was just, yeah, that, that, like the last few months have been the worst few months of my life. And I know I've put it on Instagram numerous times in the past about, like, so people, I put up a question box or something like that, and people would text me and say, like, Jesus Christ, you are absolutely smashing life. You are amazing. You look like you're having the best time ever. Uh, this, that, the other, whatever, and whatever. And you say, ah, thanks very much. But I'd share it sometimes and go, Instagram and reality are two different things. Yeah. Don't just think because I'm sober I, I'm and I'm training hard and everything on Instagram is laughs and smiles and jokes. It's that's not reality, and I know a lot of you would have seen Kylie's stories there recently, which she was crying on her stories about like coping with it and stuff like that. And not even that, like she, me, like me and her, I think the exact the same as in like it's so easy for people to think, oh, they have a great life and they're just doing them now and they don't want to know us, and, and they're constantly happy, they're constantly happy, and and things like that, when that is not the case, if anything, these few months have been by far the worst few months of my whole entire life. The worst few months. Um, in terms of the relapse, in terms of where I was staying and the problems I had and shit like that, it's just been absolutely shit. And like, it's so much pressure. Like, I, not for everyone, it's not pressure for everyone, but it's, I find, like, some people will go, what are you talking about? It's just an app, like, and whatever. But like, like, I find, like, me personally, other people probably won't, but I find the pressure of it is nuts, like, because people only see me on Instagram when I'm laughing, joking, and having the buzz, but me close won't see the real problems, do you know what I mean, like, and, like, it's, I don't know what it is, man, it just, it scares the life out of me, like, because everyone's like, oh, everything's great, and you're like, if only you knew, pal, yeah. like, you know what I mean, and I'm not an over-exaggerator either, and I'm not one of them people, I'm a realist, do you know what I mean, some people think they have problems, and I'm not one of them people either, because I hate one of them cunts who go, look, because I know some cunt listening to this now, and this is, this is the way my mind works, and this way I'm, this way I find pressure for some reason, and it's pointless, why would I give fuck with some things, and I don't really, but I'm, t- I'm I always think about what other people I think. So I know yeah. someone listening to this now is going to go, he thinks he has problems. There's kids in Syria getting bombed. Yeah. Or he thinks he has problems. My man and that. And you nearly compare your problem to someone yeah. else's problem and go, well, how can you have a problem when there's some kid yeah. in Syria with no man and that? And you're like, I get it. I understand what you're saying, what you're trying to say. But that doesn't mean that my problems aren't, like, extreme. Like, uh, yeah. uh, 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 like it's like saying, 
do you know what? This, this is mad to say, and don't take this up the wrong way, because I, I've never said it, but do you ever, I, I've been in the company of so, someone that I said it previous, and, and I nipped her in the board quick and said, you can't fucking say that. But it, someone commit suicide and they go committing suicide because he yelled out for your Bobby thinks he yeah. has problems the selfish cunt yeah. like don't fucking go there yeah. you can't just do that yeah. you don't know what problems people have exactly. and you don't have to have these mad problems to ever commit <laughs> not to Jesus Christ I, I don't mean to be do talking about committing suicide bro? do you ever see when you were younger and you're messing with your brothers and you hit one of them and they cry or something like that and you'd be like that wasn't even so hey look I'll do it to you and See, when that not saw, well, there's some people it's sorer than there is to exactly, other people. Exactly, and it's ex- that's a perfect analogy in, in physical terms to the mental terms. You, you know, know what I mean? Like some people can cope a lot more than others can. Exactly. I know you have a strong mentality, and that's why, like... But we all have a breaking point, bro. Yeah, exactly, and that's what it was, man. It was a break. Look, I, I was saying to myself, I, like, in the moment of it, I fucked off for a while after the relapse shift. That is what we're going to do. So after the relapse, I fucked up out to my auntie's cap, won't say which one, thank you for looking after me. You parked off. I parked off, so I put the phone away. I wasn't on Instagram, wasn't on nothing. I was just sitting there with my thoughts offside and... I don't know. Like, I know what what happened to you, Terrence, and I wouldn't, I'd never hold it against you because I've been in that situation, you know what I mean? Mm. Like, I only thought about this the other day. Look, I'm in a bit of a rut myself the last couple of weeks and I only thought about the other day, like, I've came through it before, yeah, like, where, where I'm at now, yeah, nowhere near where I was before, like, I stood in my kitchen, and I, I actually stood in the same spot the other day, and I thought about it again, and I was like, I, I actually stood here before, thinking about killing myself, mm. and the, the analogy I used there was, I stood here, and the devil sat on the counter, Yeah, that's why I said, I said that, and I was mm. like, he was telling me, just do this, and you'll be brand new tomorrow, mm. you won't wake up, and I was thinking to myself, like, he sat on that counter, and somehow I'm still here now. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. So what I went through before was nowhere near what I'm going through now. Like, you know what I mean? Like, mm. see, we can get through this. We're stronger is. now. I'm stronger now. So I know, like, yeah, I'm having a shit time wherever. But it was nowhere near where I was before. So some people are probably only at that stage now. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Just because you're able to cope with it or they're able to cope with it. They're probably at a different stage to you, and we all have different breaking points. So we're, yeah. they're probably at a different stop on the road than you are. That's you know? what that that's that's the first time I was ever really depressed. Like I thought I thought I was depressed before, but I wasn't. That was the first time I was ever depressed because people used to tell me about being depressed. You can't get out of bed. You can't do anything. You can't f- function. And I always said to myself, like that that is horrible. Look, and I knew I hadn't made it to that point, but I knew I had moments in my life. But fuck me, man! Look. Like, I couldn't get out of bed. I couldn't face anybody. Nobody. I stayed in bed all day. 18, 24 hours a day in bed. Not moving. I couldn't get out. couldn't face anyone. And then, it was mad because I had these thoughts in my head where I was so afraid, so anxious after the relapse. And But I still had this thought in my head like, everything everything's going to be grand, everything's going to get better, like, you're having a bad few days, you're going to come out the other side, I know I knew I was going to come out the other side of it, although I had these mad thoughts, but I knew I was going to come out the other side of it, I knew, I kept saying to myself, next week you're going to be fresh, mm. next week you're going to look back at last week and go, fuck me man, that was bad, uh, so just cop out, get out of the room now, and I thought to go up again downstairs, and my auntie's got to make a cup of tea, and two minutes later, boom, that feeling in my chest, that feeling in my shoulders was like, Get back to bed, don't face anyone, don't pick your phone up, get back into bed, don't do a single thing. 
and thinking of everything bad that can possibly happen in your life and everything bad that happened in the past and it's madness that was that's that's the the scariest worst time I've ever ever had in my life and yeah listen that's that's really the end bit of that is like like it was a blessing in disguise it, it, essentially now I look back at that and say that is the best thing I've ever done yeah ever I'd, I'd agree I literally would agree because I was shitting waiting for it because it was literally a ticking time it bomb. was yeah. it, and the it was like the longer it takes, the bigger the, the explosion was going to be. 100% bro. And I keep saying to myself, get up out of that. Look, I'm celebrating now. Look, I, I have the date down. I know when I was because I'm going to celebrate that date now for the rest of my life because yeah. I know for a fact, like, if I had waited two years or three years, yeah, bro, still going through them yeah. problems, I think the fact that I did it, even if I was to get the urge in eight months or ten months yeah. time or a year's time, I know for a fact I can look back on that time that... When I couldn't get out of that bed, when I was thinking them thoughts, when that feeling the next day, and I know if I get that urge, you can look back on that and start to go, you do not want that again. again yeah. And I know I, I will never, ever, ever make that mistake again. And do you not feel like I think now, right? So like, obviously, it was, I'm, I'm proud of you for texting me the other day saying you wanted to talk about this. Thank right? you. And I think that this is part of that cycle of you going on that yeah. relapse. Yeah. This as in, addressing it yeah. and be like look I, holding your hand up I fucked up mm. and the fact that you're able you're intelligent enough to be aware that this was coming mm. like this didn't just oh bollocks I, I relapsed you knew like no this I'm gonna have I'm gonna go on a bender at some stage and you knew it was coming I knew and something just triggered it and boom yeah. and it happened yeah. but I think this is part of that cycle yeah. you know what I mean like boom falling off the bandwagon was here yeah. and you knew right I'm going to have to address it so we're going full circle and we're getting back on it here we're going yeah. again you know like that yeah exactly yeah listen <laughs> yeah it was it was a taking time and it was ready to happen and I'm glad it happened when it did I'm glad I have the people in my life that I have and that includes you bro and that's from the bottom of my heart bro like even when I was when I finally texted you and mm. said listen I'm not going to be able to do the podcast like I'm in a bad way and you're like basically fuck the podcast yeah. once you're all and stuff like that and that's what I needed in my life was people like yourself like, that's, that was the thing bro I felt so people were saying like, loads of people texting me about you and I was like I can't get through I'm trying people yeah. thought like are oh, you still podcasting and I was like fuck the podcast because people were saying who are you going to have on and I was like I don't care yeah. I was like there isn't going to be a podcast this week yeah. I was like I just want to make sure he's here want to make sure he's alright, you know what I mean? And, and that felt, pressure as well I was feeling, because yeah. I knew I wasn't going to be able to, I yeah. knew from the day I did, or not the, the following day, where how I was feeling, I knew I wasn't going to be able to do a podcast that week, the following, I was thinking I need to take a month off, Yeah. In, when I was in that moment. But then, when when you finally did text me, and you literally said word for word, fuck the podcast, once you're alright bro, then I said, listen, I'll ring you tomorrow if I'm feeling mm. up to it. And then I rang you, we had a chat, things were good. And mm. it was sort of like, I needed that normality. I was afraid of normality. I was afraid yeah. to talk to someone because I was like, I don't want to talk to But I was never going to hold her against it. Yeah. The only, now being honest, the only thing I was pissed mm. off about was the fact that you didn't get on to me and say, yeah. this is where, where I am. Yeah. This is what's at the happening. Yeah. I had to find out second and third hand through yeah. people. You know, like that. And yeah, I was like, definitely. He fucking could have just answered the phone and told me, like, <laughs> bro, this is what's at the happening. X, Y, and Z, I'm doing this. Yeah. I could still be annoyed at you, but yeah. I knew, I was aware, I'd be like, right, that's happening in the background somewhere. He's there. This is what's going on. Yeah. Nothing I can do about it. I could probably drive out and see him there mm. and say, cop on, wherever. But you didn't. And I was like, 
fuck's sake, like, I, mm. I felt like I could have at least got that out of you. Like, mm. you could have at least told me. But we walked we walk past I mean, I'm not, I wouldn't, I, I said, I'm not going to hold her against it. That yeah. never takes me that time. But it's even just it's a, a, the, it's a tough, tough thing to cope with. That was the first bit of normality I had was that conversation with mm. you because I hadn't, my phone was off for days. And that's why, like, I, hundred messages. That's like, actually another thing we need to address because it did annoy me. Now, as you said, this mm. is out there. This podcast is out there. And yeah. I know it is for the people, but... As you, Carly always says, yeah, you all know anything. Yeah. Right. We know that. We don't know anyone anything, but people have reached out to us. People have funded this podcast. So we kind of owe the podcast to people. But we have personal lives, yeah? Yeah. And there has to be a line drawn there. Mm. People were texting the podcast page asking about you and your board and stuff like that. Mm. First of all, that's no one's fucking business what goes on. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I've, say, we've, I've seen the messages on Instagram yeah. that wasn't a podcast this week. Terrence is not on Instagram anymore. What's going on? You should know quite fucking well something's up. Yeah. yeah. Don't be trying to get your nose in there because you had no good intentions. You have that all the time. But she, what I do say to her is be careful because like, she gets that much more than I do. There's mm. something going on there. There's something not right there. And not even. But people think that. You're not going to bump into you on the fucking street. Yeah, Do you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah, It's like, what the fuck? This fella is a human being. He has yeah. a girlfriend. She's a human being. They have personal lives. Mm. Draw the fucking line. You're going on about them as if they're not real. Yeah. And if we want to talk about we will, we're not the type of people. Like, no, no one's texting you asking your fucking, what's the story with you and your man? Is your man that blade and still to get off? You know yeah, what I mean? How's yeah. your man? you that walking? <laughs> yeah. you're, like, that's your business. Yeah, you don't, I got it. You don't, have to fucking broadcast it. And now yeah. I know there's people online who broadcast every single bit of that fucking yeah, life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't have to do that. No. So we don't owe anyone an explanation Exactly, and that's it. something I always say. Like, if we talk about what we wanted to talk about, yeah. we don't talk about we won't talk about and we won't give anyone anything. But like... But people, I just saying, it annoyed me that people were sticking their nose in and I was like... Because mm. I remember, now, I've said this to people and I still have the screenshot, yeah, because it really hurt me. I got, like, it literally... I got a sinking feeling in my stomach. I got a notification on the podcast page that day and someone commented on it. And it was about you and Carly. And I was, I screenshot it and then I deleted the comment. And I was like, mm. you're putting that up there as if I'm going to comment on that and say, this is what's after happening. Yeah, yeah, Boom, yeah. Terrence is bleeding on on a wobbler and there's no podcast this week. Do you think, like, I'm going to broadcast mm. that everywhere? I yeah. owe that to you on... What, 15,000 people on the Instagram page are going to fucking see that? Do you think I'm going to be like, yeah, no problem, I'll tell you exactly what happened? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You know what I mean? We yeah. don't know that to you. It's madness. You should know. Like, people, a lot of people put two and two together and just left her at that and yeah. said, happy St. Patrick's Day, hopefully we'll see us next week. Boom. <laughs> you know, like that? Yeah, exactly. But like, exactly. The, people need to realise this, yeah? Yeah. Mental health in this country is a joke. The services are a joke, which is why we're trying to promote as much as we can, which is why we're doing fundraisers. Which is why we're here and we're encouraging people to chat. We have this thing that goes on in their mind. No one knows what's happening. Your head is all fuzzy and it that it's frustrating. You don't know what's going on and some people end up topping themselves over it. It can happen. Life is fragile. It's a delicate situation. You should do your best to make sure the next person doesn't feel like that. So you putting a little two cents in and having a nose into someone's personal life. When you know there's something not right, there's some dysfunction there. Have a bit of cop on, will you? We're all mm. fighting around fucking battles. You should be making people say easier, not fucking harder. Mm. Yeah. You know what I mean? I'd agree with everything you said there, yeah? Everything. But listen, I, I do understand it as well because I don't understand it. I'm, I'm wrong in saying that. Everything you said is spawn on, but we do put ourselves out there. But, but we don't owe you an explanation. Exactly. That's what, it's, that's what I'm saying. Like, 
especially me and Kylie as well, we constantly put ourselves out there. But do people not understand? Instagram is only the good bits. Mm. You're only, we're not going to post it up. Me Bro, and Kylie had a strength. The best today. thing about you and Kylie is you can go on. If you want to laugh, go on and have a look at and that's, and that's all we do it for. That's, and, and, go uh, on and look at them two roasting each other sitting in the car. Bit of laugh there. Exactly. Connor's laughing now. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? That's a bit of laugh. Yeah. Don't say like, oh, they haven't posted in a day or two. They're fighting. Tell us what you're fighting over. Exactly what you know it what is. I mean? That's where the problem lies. It's like, yeah, we have ourselves out there, but you, don't we, people you only see us smiling. You only see us laughing. And if you don't see us smiling and laughing one day, I'm not posting Monday. Mind your fucking business. Norris. Peeping out of the blinds. You know what I mean? Well, I think don't that's, that's society now. Like, I've seen, uh, is it Marna Higgins or something like that? One of these reality people, yeah? She broke up with a fella and put, puts a big post about breaking up and being single and all. Everyone's like, oh, yes, yes. What, if your mate broke up with a fella, you'd be fucking around with a gap being like, oh, you're all right, love. Mm. I'm looking after you. Mm. And you're trying to promote, look at breaking up is cool and all, blah, blah, blah. Look at this. This is a dysfunctional relationship. Yeah. Oh, is, is Kylie and Terrence dysfunctional? Tell us what's going on there. Yeah. What the fuck That's is on about? Like, you know? This is the... The standard that society is is set is so low these days, you know. Like, but that goes down to respect people's fucking privacy. That goes down to as close as nearly friends and family. I'm not going to yeah. speak on her part, but nor me own. To be honest with you, but like the people out there, like the closest people that think they know what's going on in your life, they still don't. No, like nobody knows what she's going through nor what I'm going through. Like nobody knows that. Even even the closest people, because nobody. No, nobody knew that I was in homeless accommodation. I'm not mm. again. I'm not going to say how long I was there for, but it You're was. Gonna a, have to address this here. Yeah. It was, yeah, it was a good while I was out in homeless accommodation, but nobody knew that. No, not even my closest family or no. friends knew I was out there, and she knew it, and none of her closest family or friends knew. It. And but even before I got into homeless accommodation, me and Kylie are driving around the car all night long in her car till seven, eight o'clock the next morning, where. And of course, I had places to go. And I'm not going to get into the reasons why I didn't go. I, I, I already explained my family would have took me in two seconds flat. There wouldn't have been a question to ask. Same with my mask up. I could have went there in two seconds flat. But I didn't want to go there. I was going through my own problems. I was in a bad way for however long. But nobody, nobody out on, nobody, our closest people didn't know what we were doing. We were out all night long. All night walking the streets, getting coffee around. at three o'clock in the morning. Or... Do you know what I mean? Because because I didn't want to go to family and put pressure on them, or I, I could have went to anyone. I didn't want to put pressure on anyone because the state I was in at the time, I didn't want to be near anyone. But she was there for me, and I was there with her through all the whole shit, and we've been with each other through all the shit. And through like wh- where I was getting at there is like nobody, nobody knew that I was like homeless or whatever. Nobody knew. I, I, again, I'm not going to get too far into it. Or, mm. Just to uh, give you an example. Yeah, but just an example that this like... This fella sitting here hadn't a clue. Like, yeah. He didn't know this conversation was coming. Yeah. Like, it's It's absolute madness. Like, and yet we go on and do an Instagram live and we raise a certain amount of money by charity and in the Instagram live by doing nothing but breaking up all this laughing and we're in the house so everything looks sweet and everything's good. We're in a, we're in a gaff doing an Instagram live and we're laughing and jumping through the whole thing and then after that it's like, where are we going tonight? Let's let's go and we'll drive around this part of the city all night till eight in the morning till it gets bright out. Do you know what I mean? But nobody knew that. Nobody knows anything in anyone's life. Do you know what I mean? Nobody knows a single thing what anyone's going through, and that's where the depression early comes into it. Is like when one of us don't post or something like mm. that because I get messages all the time. Jesus, you and Carly still with each other. Mind your business, yeah. you little Norris. Tell them about the post you broke yesterday. 
What was the post? Oh, the keys, bro. About the keys. As I said, I don't want to touch on too much. All I do want to say is a, a huge thanks to my auntie Hardline, my best friends, Adzi Kane, Melissa Robinson, Pat Flaherty, and Transport Murder Flaherty's Transport for looking after me. Big thanks to Murray Fitzpatrick. Again, I'm not a. Pill- <gasps> I'm not in any way political. I know nothing about politics. I know nothing about... I don't even know who she works for, boys. Yeah, but I was told to get in contact with her. Fianna Fáil. She's in Again, I didn't even know that. I don't know anything. I was just told by a reliable source, you can call it, to get in contact with her because she's good at all this. And I says, all right, so what I did was I emailed every single TD in this country. Every single TD that I got the email address, hundreds of them, I emailed them. And she got back to me from... The day I emailed her, to still today, she she's still talking to me. She rang me every single day, texts me every single day. How are you getting on? How is this? How is that? I'm going to try and source this. She sourced every single fine detail for me, for everything, and helped me to get to where I am now. Look, I'm in my own place now. Thank fuck. Like, my first time ever having my own place and I like that, you know what I mean? And that, that goes down to her as well. And then, obviously, I can't go. <laughs> but I was saying, my ma, like, my ma looking after me with everything always even though I'm not living there I haven't been living there like it, it always looked after me and then Carly obviously what can I say about her like there's nothing there's no words I can put into it about like the shit that she's at the down by me and, and stuff like that you know what I mean so the, again as I said the worst time in my life mm. and it's it's usually when you're down at the bottom and someone does something for you you sort of go because I hate when you're down at the bottom and people have something to say and you're like you don't know what I'm going through but I'm not going to tell you what I'm going through either just to feed so people go uh, sorry for you kind of thing. Uh, yes, people go, I haven't heard from you in a while s- since you got aboard, but I'm like, hold on for a minute. I'm, like, I'm, I'm in a jocker here. I'm in bits here. Yeah. I'm at the relapse and I'm homeless. I'm this, I'm that. But I don't, I'm not going to tell someone that. So it's sort of like, yeah, like, so be it. Fuck you. Like, and I, I take that as an offence, like, because so much people nearly want to say that, oh, I haven't heard me since you got a fella, or I haven't heard me since you got aboard. So much people nearly want to say that before anything else, like, Hold on a minute, you, again, you have to be careful what you're saying to people because you don't know what anyone's going through. And I find that my, my situation is a huge one because everybody texts me all the time, oh, Jesus, I love being on your page, you're gosh, you've a great, you're smashing life, you're doing amazing. And nobody knew a single thing. It's madness. No one knew that. And if, I just feel like it's nice to put, not nice to put that out there, but I feel like I wanted to put that out there mm. to show you that like Instagram and reality are completely mm. fucking different. Yeah, and I think no, it was nice that what we done here. I, I really that's why I said I was proud of when you text you that you wanted to do this and that you wanted to do it here in the gaff. Mm. So we're in the gaff recording, and he's had the touching on that. So literally, has gone full circle. It was a great touch to it. Mm, you know mm. uh, it was <laughs> I made a joke about it that Terrence said we have somewhere to record from now on like, no way we got a studio just you're going to live in it <laughs> rather than a gaff we can record in yeah 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 no I just I feel like it all had to be said and again and another person I actually forgot about that now kind of the doc fella the youth working on me life looked after me did everything for me as well I rang him Jordan the hard times as well and talk, spoke to him about what I did and he's amazing I, I've the most I've I have the best I have the best friends in the whole entire world like there's nobody that can ever take that away from me like all my close ones like and even people that meet my friends and that goes for you as well like you know what I mean people that meet my friends like even Kylie so if I'm with Kylie and we go and meet certain people like like my close friends she lives all the time and goes fuck me you're really ass around it boy like 
people that you want to be with. Like, like these people are real. And I say, well, that's that's why we were all brought up. Like, you, you know what I mean? I don't mean that in a in, in a stupid way or like mm-hmm. in a certain way. Like, oh, whatever, my friends are better than you or that. But like, I'm really surrounded by real, real friends. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Real people in my life. You know what I mean? And that's how I got through it all, really. But mm-hmm. listen, I'm on the better side now. Yeah, run, run. The up now, we're on the ascendancy, On the bro. up again, yeah. I was mean, down for a long time, down and out, down and out, and then still going on Instagram making funny videos, and Jesus Christ, this guy, he has a great life. Mm. But no, I'm on the rise now, I'm on the up again, thank fuck, mentally, I mean, I don't mean, and I'm not in any way successful. I do a podcast here and there, and whatever <laughs> and whatever, you know what I mean? I'm not successful, but I mean mentally, and mentally is more important than absolutely anything. Yeah, so Oscar Wilde says, we're all in the gutter, just some was are looking at the stars. Exactly, exactly. So, uh, mm. That's it. Well, look at me. What 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 do you judge success of? Oh, I have a bigger gaff than you, I have more money than you, I have fucking this, I have that. I don't know, mate. I think if, if you have... If you're happy and content with yourself, to me, you're successful. Mm. Do you know? Yeah, and that's the main yeah. aim now. And that, like, paradise, there's no definition of paradise. You see, do you know what it is, bro? People used to say that to me, right? And I used to not take it in. Never, never. I knew what they meant. I used to say, I'm, I, I was stubborn in that sense with someone saying, look after your health, your health is your wealth, look yeah. after your mental well-being. That's that's what will get you places. That's what they'll... And I used to sort of go, all right. Yeah. They're like, the usual yoke. Yeah. And that, like... Like, I feel like what I'm at the saying there is that they're taking away from, like, how bad things were when I was younger. Listen to episode two and listen to that. That's about coming up, background, stuff like that. And I've had a, a hard life, and I have, and uh, nobody, anybody that knows me, anybody, and I've had a hard, hard life. But, I mean, I, it was only when I grew up then, and then the, the, a couple of months ago, since I'm an adult, things have been steady enough. And then that was, like, my biggest fall since adulthood. Mm. And it's only... Since now the last few months where I can sort of say like, Jesus Christ, I never want to feel that again. And where I'll always, always put my mental well-being first before anything. Bro, we've said it in this podcast before, yeah? You shouldn't judge someone based off their mistakes. It's what they do after that. Yes. So don't judge a man based off his actions. Judge a man based off his reactions. Exactly. That's a good one. You know what I mean, mate? So... You had to turn this negative into a big positive. Mm. It's, I keep saying you had to go in full circle. You did. You went to full circle, mate. Yeah. You were at the bottom of your back to the top now. Yeah. Like, I, you, you'd have to say you're successful. You had to come out of a fucking oh, relapse. You know what I mean? You, 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 can't, yeah. you can't call that a loss. That's a success, mate. That's yeah. a win. You know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, no. We yeah, win or we learn. I think you have to, do, you have to uh, take a lot of lessons out of that W. Big time. You know? <laughs> That's the experience yeah. of everything. Yeah, well, yeah and I just feel like we need to do, and I feel I feel all the better for that. And yeah. I can't wait to see what people think about it. No, they will, bro. Uh, I've seen it. Look know. at, oh, mate, you want <laughs> you want to see how fidgety he is and that <laughs> bouncing around now, bro? Yeah, I get them all on my knees, yeah. especially yeah. When, if I'm talking about myself. But then when you're getting so serious with it and stuff like that, you it's know what I mean? It's natural, mate. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, we, yeah. Do. we yeah. talk, we talk bollocks, we talk podcast. That's proper. Talk that's what I wanted to say about the podcast as well. Uh, it's weird that the podcast has kind of just grown its own legs and kind of became a mental health podcast. I didn't want to do it associated with that because to me, when you say, I'm going to listen to a mental health podcast, or I'm going to a mental health service or counselling or something like that, that's very daunting. That's very, very. That, that's a bit, that's scary. You know what I mean? You know, you're strapping yourself in, you're going in here, it's going to be challenging and 
one thing that we all do as humans and we need to kind of always hold on to is we can all talk. Mm. Yeah. So just try and format what's going on in your head, what's going on in your heart, getting it out there. People will listen. Mm. And I think the more comfortable people get, the more natural this will be. That's why I don't want to call it a mental health podcast. That's why we don't interview people. We're having chats with people. Yeah. Anything like we really, really prepare questions for people. And if we do prepare the question, it's from the heart, as in... a fan. You wanted to know... Yeah. When Kiefer Crosby signed for Bellator, what that was like. That's that... you. No one told you to say that. You wanted to know. Yeah. I wanted to know what it was like when Liam Cunningham was fucking walking... Yeah. ...with Sean Connery. I wanted to know that. Yeah. So that's... That's the only time we'll just something now, because we don't want to leave... We don't want to forget it. Yes, we don't want to forget it. So, they're natural stuff. This is all natural. This is not scripted. We're not two characters. We don't put on a persona. Like, I know at the start I say, it's me, CLB, and Terence says, Terry Flower. Like, that's just a little joke we do. Yeah. But I yeah. see on a podcast, people fucking wearing bags on their head and their character, they have nicknames. And and so be it, if that's what you're into. That's what they're into. But this is not what we are. We this is us. This is us. And I'd like to think this is what I'm like off mic. Mm. You know what I mean? I this agree. is definitely what Terence is like off mic anyways. <laughs> yeah. I don't put on a, a, a show for anybody. Yeah. This is just natural. Two fellas talking and Connor sitting in the corner. <laughs> so basically, that yeah. was the end. And... Well, there's one thing I wanted to say as well. So when we decided to do a podcast, me and Terence said we we're going to do this little trend where we we're going to ride all the guests that come on. <laughs> so Terence went first and he ended up with Carly. <laughs> the next guest after Carly was Connor Ryan. So I said, oh, look at we'll knock that on the head, Terence. Yeah, let's forget about that and we'll move on. <laughs> <laughs> we'll close your episode <laughs> we'll leave it at that hopefully we'll see us all Sunday at the Buddy Cup Prizewood uh, I don't know what Prizewood in yeah it's yeah Prizewood pub yeah. there yeah. yeah drop in see us say hello uh, we'll raise some funds and Colin Anton Anton to finish up on there and you want to say I'll probably make an appearance as well on Sunday. I'll be signing yeah, autographs yes. and taking pictures. We need yeah. to reveal. Just showing them autographs. <laughs> he's packed off. Show you too much. We need yeah. to reveal Conor more because yeah. the shit he does for us as well is sensational. It's unreal. Like, uh, again, it's for nothing. He's we didn't just bring him in as a culty so we can have a free hit to slide <laughs> That's exactly what we did. In fact, we take the box. <laughs> but, uh, now, episode 22. We wrap it up here. Thanks for tuning in, everybody. Boom, that's a wrap. Take us out, Connor. The hip knocker.